My name is Shan and Greg is on the mic on this one with me. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about a little bit of everything. Monetize on the podcast. Newsflash. Nobody monetizes on podcast. Everybody monetizes from the other shit. The merchandise, which we have at Loudmouth. You know, again, we, we have all that stuff. But when it comes to monetizing, it's really hard to monetize unless you're a part of the machine. Shan is gone to lengths of talking about what the machine could be um i'll let her say that because i'll shut up but ultimately if you want a podcast you just have to want to podcast you have to be able to be that person that says you know what i'll do it because it's something i want to do and not because i want fifty thousand followers because i have a show called horrible decisions which i just shouted them out but i didn't mean to mm-hmm. This uh, uh, podcasting is not as hard as people make it. Um, and shout out to all the podcasters and all the people who come on here and make content. We appreciate y'all listening and stopping it in, stopping it in. in. Yeah, I said it twice. Um, but uh, again, this is our last show of the year. Um, there's plenty of ways to monetize with podcasting. The thing is, like, it's kind of like when you see the construction worker's house and his car and what his kids can do. But then you also see that construction worker's boots and the fact that he's really not around his family like that. If you're not going to do the ugly side, which is the work side and the missing out on the fun shit to record, edit, and do content, then let's not talk about podcast. Let's not talk about monetizing because when companies start to give you money because you're grabbing attention of of listeners and that's advertisement space they could use, they're going to nickel and dime you because you don't have enough episodes to ask for the numbers you're asking for. Um, so you have to do like crazy episodes. You got to have crazy numbers and that's going to give you the best opportunity to say what your cost is if you don't people are going to tell you what your cost is and uh what they're going to pay you um so it's really appreciate your audience stay consistent um do it because you want to not because you have to and if you don't feel like talking about certain things don't talk about it if you like certain weird shit talk about it because there's other people that like that weird shit that you're talking about too the thing is some people don't have the balls to sit on the internet and talk about it first and you might come in and feel so at home because somebody is saying what you won't say um and i'm gonna do what i said yeah welcome so to is your stereo podcast no, it's today Greg's is Shan's fault. fault, y'all. It's Greg's fault, okay? Because he told me to change it to ten thirty instead mm-hmm. of nine thirty. Welcome mm-hmm. to Loud Mouth Stereo. This is the last show of the year. Uh, Greg became the person tonight to come in here and show his ass for the last show of the year. We appreciate it, but we don't want to see it. Um, this is Loud Mouth Stereo podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform. We've been running our mouths and our lips on this shit on stereo for the last five years 
and this is the end of season three. Um, what else did I say? Lift me up! Because why the fuck was I in the audience? Why was I in the audience like I didn't set the show, Greg? And that we both ended up in the audience. And let's say this right now. Stereo, it's been five plus years. All of these glitches and shit should have been fixed. TikTok would never. IG would never. Well, even though I, oh, even though IG did go down twice or three times this year, but I'm just saying though, like, come on, add a cancel show button when shit is freezing. Just add that shit in, and well, I'm I'm well, doing well, Greg right now. I'm doing Greg now. I'm on a rant. This is not Uh-oh. TikTok. So let's take all that TikTok add-on shit that's on stereo the fuck off. Bring the original root why this app was good at the beginning shit back. Bring the weekly contest back. Bring back the uh, show audience that really was on here with different topics back. Because this new audience, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, and we have our selective few that come through on this app too. And I think because the selective few who really roll with us season to season, we're going to have to pick an earlier time slot than nine thirty or ten thirty because the real people who have real fucking jobs are probably going the fuck to sleep because they have to go to work. Like, I think. Us starting the show whenever we wanted in the earlier years worked because it was a fucking pandemic. Now people are fucking exhausted, tired, and their paychecks are not making sense. So we have to catch them earlier. Now, how frequently it might be, I don't know. Maybe we might have to do something like, um, what's up, sis research? See? You're an old school one. We haven't seen you on this app in a while. Thank you for coming through. This is our last show of the year. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like people who are sane like us and have something great to say. Hi, Gigi. What's up, running for Zion? They are going to bed earlier because they got shit to do. And I think we have to get in the time lane for them. And even if we have to do something like what I do with Dungeon, where, what's up, Baylor? We only come on here twice a month at like 8 o'clock on a Friday. We could do a different time and not so much because I feel like we're missing our audience because they got shit to do. Let let me know when it's time for me to talk. (laughs) Okay. It ain't even that. People just exhausted, bro. Like, when when it comes to this app, this app ain't been updated in two months. So people have moved the fuck on. Like, for me, I've said True. it, you know, multiple times. Like, when it comes to stereo, stereo don't give a fuck <laughs> about the app. So people are trying to figure out where they're at. I've seen people go back to Clubhouse because they got tired of fucking stereo. People yeah. are on TikTok live because they're like, okay, I can see a face. And then we can just have those same discussions. Here's the thing, though, about me and TikTok live. I don't like half of y'all. 
And that's just me being brutally honest, bro. I'm not trying to be on TikTok live for two or three hours entertaining people, having our like discussions when we can do it right here on stereo. And I don't have to show my face. I don't have to go and like have a ring light and a setup and shit. No, I'm not doing that. Is it lazy? Absolutely. But for me, I just feel like a lot of people aren't exhausted or they have, like you said, like shit to do because Mm -hmm. people got shit to do at seven o'clock. People got shit to do at eight o'clock. So when it comes to nine, 10 o'clock, you think they have like more shit to do at that time? They don't. The difference is our time has always been between 8.30 and 9.30. So going and like moving our time, I don't mind it. But again, it's not the time for me, it's the people. So if they see, hey, Loudmouth Stereo has a show on now, then great. Like we can, you know, we'll get those listeners. Here's the issue. Stereo Mm -hmm. notifications are broken. So there's that. Mm. They don't even, they don't notify you when you have an, you know, a scheduled thing. You can't RSVP anymore because, again, this app doesn't know if it wants to be Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Messenger, or what. They don't know anymore. Yeah. So, wh- whatever we do in 2024, I'm down for it. Y'all, you know, y'all can give Greg hell. Oh, Greg be taking breaks. He don't really be, like, coming on the <laughs> show like that. I've already let y'all know and I'm letting you know again, like, I, I, I love y'all and I appreciate y'all, but I don't be really fucking with social media like that. <laughs> like, into the new year or even into 2023 and the reason why is just like shan said how y'all got shit to do what you think i got shit to do so (laughs) when it comes to the show like yes we will do more if shan wants to do the you know twice a month i'm cool with that because you know i can talk for an hour and a half by myself anyway so that's fine if y'all want to do that or if you want to have segmented shows where it's like okay we shoot our shit we talk about our topics then i'm cool with that as well Back in 2022, Shane will tell you, I put out a list of about 150 different fucking topics. And I was like, okay, we should go over this, 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 this. Here we mm-hmm. are at the end of 2023, and we talked about four of that 156. And it's not, yeah. you know, any knock on us. It's just, I've heard topics be talked about so much about shit that I used to care about that I don't anymore. And I'm like, okay, if I don't feel like that way about it. And I'm kind of lazy. Imagine people who listen to us who have been like, okay, listening to us for the past five years. I think they kind of get the gist of certain things we talk about. Like, I'm, I can guarantee you, you don't have to worry about hearing another, like how to podcast episode from us. You have four. I think, (laughs) I think you get the picture here. Right. And now podcasting has gotten so streamlined. that. Wait, I have one schedule for next week. Let me tell you how you fucking up. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I don't. No. So, you know, that's for me. Um, because but, clearly but ultimately, the, the podcasters who just started this year are ranked number one podcaster in awards, which I want to get to. How? Yeah, like, it, just even, like, briefly saying this, Shane, like, I don't really open my podcast app to listen to the podcasts I used to listen to. It's not that I've grown from them. It's not that I don't listen to them anymore. It's because the volume is too much when I was working, you know, I'm working from home, but that, that casual nature of flow of conversation stopped with the pandemic where, you know, we had clubhouse, we had even stereo where people will come on. That's why I still love stereo, but I got, I don't say tired, but I got accustomed to having free form conversations where there would be a topic and multiple people can talk kind of like clubhouse and 
it just hey, it flowed. It, yeah, it, it felt like a conversation. Um, yeah. Podcasts outside of ours and, you know, Baylor's and Gigi's and Drake's, like, outside of those, like, podcasts, I listen to other ones. I'm like, bro, it's it's gender wars again. Like, mm-hmm. it's diaspora wars again. I don't care about the Kardashians. I don't care about the news. And this is somebody who I literally had a news segment on the show, right? Yeah. So somebody messaged me and was like, Greg, y'all doing Young Black and Bothered? Like, we ain't seen a show since August. I'm like, nigga, like, I had gotten a new job in August. Like, the kid is starting to talk back. She three. She she don't listen. <laughs> like, the, the the wife, the same way. She, you know, she 34, don't listen. I'm telling, like, I'm it, telling. It, bro, it, like, life be coming at me fast. So the last thing I want to do is get one on the microphone and try to, like, correlate other people together to create a podcast i'll give you a perfect example with ybab and this has happened before but i'll say it again so mm-hmm. i sent out the text message hey um are we potting this was back in like october i was like hey we should pod we haven't potting in like four or five weeks right everybody's like yeah we're good to go here come tuesday time to record it's like fucking you know trying to find a spider web after you walked into it you're like what the fuck like huh like i'm trying to find you i can't find you so i told myself in 2024 I will create more solo content because clearly that's what you know people said they'd rather hear. They don't want to hear you know one of the drunk friends. Right. <laughs> Baylor and I've been telling you to do, but proceed. But 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 again, I agree. I just don't accept it. You know what I mean? And I oh, just feel so fucked up to say. Oh, we know. It, and the thing for me is I can I can talk. Clearly I've been talking for like seven minutes, but the stuff that I want to talk about now and heading into 2024 is just gonna be so fucking off the wall. So I, I hope y'all are prepared. This is some shit y'all asked for. Don't Pop ask me to talk. to be sick of me. Uh, yeah. Greg said he gonna put his mouth on it. I'm gonna play these messages. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> she gets it. Yo. What's, what's up? up? It's been a minute. Now, I was gone for a little minute, but I came back. I've been back for a minute. But, I, you know, I be seeing you pop in and, yeah, I be going to sleep, girl. I be like, I'll catch See? you again. She back. I'll catch you again. And then I don't catch you. And this time, it's 9.43. I'm like, I'm going to catch her because I see she gets it. All right? <laughs> so you about to do your shows early. All right? I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to be tuned in. Welcome back. She gets it. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Namaste. Oh, much love from the cosmos. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? So, you know what, Greg? I feel where you coming from because I did the same thing. I left stereo. I went to Clubhouse. But Clubhouse was more of a business setting or business hub for me. And that interpersonal type of build of relationships, you know, um, for me, it wasn't there on Clubhouse. And I'm not a TikToker. You know, I'll repost some stuff, but I'm not a TikToker. I put some things out there, but I'm not a TikToker. TikTok is a research center. I use as a research center. <laughs> you know, uh, YouTube is a university. Now, I'm going to do some podcasts over there on YouTube now that they have that feature, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to building personal relationships and assisting, you know, people within these laws of consumer rights and protections, you know, it's for me, it's right here at home. It's stereo. Shout out to you. She gets it. And... Yes. Come on, Baylor. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Duh. It cut off. I was trying to be real quick with it. I was like, well, shout out to 
she gets it and hey craig <laughs> yo hey greg you see that's why it's probably even cut out cut out because i was just like calling you craig instead of greg yeah. hey greg are you doing <laughs> right, i'm gonna chill with y'all for a little bit more you know what i'm saying because it's been a minute since i had a chance to actually chill when she gets it and i'm really feeling this vibe like i did them years ago 2024 prediction and things. Let's go. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I ain't going on a hold on. I, 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 I didn't finish getting my shit off. So sorry, I was just saying this to, 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 to land where I was going was this. Like, you know, if that's what y'all want, y'all want earlier shows. I'm game for earlier shows. I'm game for longer shows. As long as I am not expected to talk about, like, the news and the meat. Like, that, again. You know, I'm I, not going to like and also just to like fully like land um i felt like a lot of podcasts need to actually not take time off but they need to actually stop trying to overproduce shows and they run mm. out um mm. that that was me when i thought about the volume i was putting out like we hit 470 episodes in shit like three years and that sounds like you know it's not a lot compared to like shane because she got 72 11 109 <laughs> shows but when i when, when i was thinking about the volume of these shows these were like three hour shows where but let's let's we... say, also say this greg still has episodes he did not put out absolutely absolutely and you'll get them when i say you can get them like i'm sorry like at some point at some point the, the people have to understand like one this shit is for free <laughs> okay this so is that um and when i ask people i'm like yo i don't need you to donate to the patreon we don't even have a patreon but if we had a patreon i would hope that you would donate all i want you to do is write a review because we do read reviews online we, we do episodes of like, all right, cool. We have the listener feedback. We're on a feedback app. So again, leave a fucking review. Tell a friend. Tell tell your mother. Tell your girlfriend. Tell your boy. Anybody to come listen to the shows. They can either listen to it live so they don't have to go listen to it a day or two later. So this is that, right? But again, when it comes to content, there's plenty of content to be had. There's a lot of podcasts out here that even that have come after like Young Black and Bother, and I'm sitting there I'm like, yo, like I've heard shows still dope and nope. And I'm like, bro, like I, I was doing that shit before, like, you know, China had COVID. That's crazy to me that people now, oh, dope and nope. I'm like, okay, that was my shit from fucking 2018, 2017. You can have it. Um, because again, like Shan told me before, you don't want your podcast being taken down because it can't be played on Spotify, it can't be played on Apple yeah. Music because uni because Universal is clipping fucking shows, right? Then you know, for me, life experiences. When I was getting to what I was getting to was this. A lot of these podcasts, they don't really have life experiences. They just be regurgitating shit that they've seen on Twitter and try to, like, form it into a story that's supposed to last for an hour. No. So if we do less shows, that means I can live more life to create more content. Like, right now, I'm on vacation technically because i'm still working but i still can have a life experience in that time before and shan will tell you i was doing a show monday night tuesday night wednesday night friday night shan and i would probably be like you know what friday went good we're doing it again on saturday night and then god forbid you know because we had the leaderboard on stereo when they decided that they liked black people and they wanted to give us money instead of giving it to the white comedians 
and people from Jersey Shore and they clipped them, mm-hmm. whatever, that's when we had the most content. So when she tells you I have shows in the vault, I swear, I really do. I looked and I have roughly about 14 more shows that I could put out that don't sound dated. They don't have a shoot in the shit. It was just a topic. And when I say I have like shows, I have the shows with the old witches from the sh- uh, from Stereo. I have a conspiracy theory show. I got the show with um, the Steph that I used to do. I have shows with media maintenance that I used to do. Like I have so many fucking shows. I'm like, oh, like I should put these out. And I was like, you know what? Nah, some content. The reason why I can't be put out is because we've kind of grown and evolved from that. So imagine Greg and Shan having like a loudmouth episode from five years ago post today right you're like damn like that don't sound like the shan and greg we heard from like two or three weeks ago that's my fear in putting those episodes out and we can do that's a throwback not, episode because a lot of that shit is for that time yeah so uh, again y'all want more content y'all niggas ask for this so i'm just letting you know so <laughs> baylor gg drake assist research i'm this, you know what? All I'm gonna say is, you may want what you can get, but you may not. How's it? You can get what you want, but you may not want what you get. So again, Shane, get, let, let's get to the show because clearly they think I'm fucking. Okay, around. I had to let him land, y'all. I had to let him land. Okay, so y'all, this is the last show of the year. We posted 28 shows for season three. Um, we started in January. Thank you for tuning in um, to your favorite podcast on your stereo streets, but you can find us on your favorite podcast app. We will be revamping the show next year. We are in discussion, i.e. Friday. We'll be having a pod meeting via Zoom. Please attend, okay? We're just discussing pod shit, all right? Uh, Greg lives a different life than me. And we make it work for a collab show um, as best as we can. Stereo has updated a lot since 2019. Five years later, we still here pushing, okay? Talking shit. So this episode, um, I want to talk about podcast awards. I want to talk about my favorite shows from this season. Um, Basic New Year shit that people have to go about a different way. Um, some pod predictions, um, and things that I have for Greg. I want to hear Greg's predictions, and I have a long list of predictions for myself and and just shit. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. If y'all have any predictions for 2024 that y'all want to share, please drop a message. We're gonna play the messages um, when we get to a pause point between thoughts. Uh, if you have anything to add and someone's running their trap, please write it down so you don't forget because we want to hear it. All right, shall I go first? The floor is yours. That's what he said, and I busted open. Okay, so for me, I think I'm gonna get a new job in 2024. Honestly, I stopped looking for work in June because I feel like these corporate people, they playing, well, let's just fish for no reason and then throw the fish back. Um, I think they just wanted to see what people are out there. Um, 
what it's looking like and who wants to be used at the lowest dollar. And I don't want to play that game. So I took my, um, my ass out the, uh, looking for job order in June, but I feel like, uh, 2024 is going to be it. Honestly, I'm never trying to retire from a job being there for 30 years. Um, that is not how you win in today's society. I think you have to keep checking, learning, and dipping in order to get more. Um, right now, I feel like you do yourself a disservice staying too long in these um, companies because they don't respect your loyalty and your efforts when you stay longer they kind of like take advantage of it so that's what i see for myself um i would like more pod opportunity um i would love to travel to be on other people's shows um that i admire next year um more life organization and when i say that i'm not saying that because i'm disorganized i'm saying like i want some ease in my in what my week looks like with podcasting um right now a lot is on me to be physically there in order to get it done and i want less of that shit and more of oh i pay someone to take care of that and i want to have that room to do that next year i want to pay off this motherfucking truck um next year is looking like amazon will be paying me next year for that accident which is fine it was just fine go ahead and roll it up in the tax return i don't care um i want better backyard shit uh i might do a full garden in the backyard next year undecided i mean i've been here for five years i might as well uh, might plant a tree not sure um new pod listeners I need new pod listeners for all the pods, not just She Guess It, not just Loudmouth Stereo, for the book club, for Cozy Womb, for Wear It Right With Shan, and for The Real Relationship Rapport. Um, I think loyal listeners are cool, but loyal listeners get to a point where they don't care if somebody else is listening, they wanna listen. I need new people to come listen to the show so they can share it with more new people. And I think sometimes as creatives, we get comfortable in creating shows, but not um, remembering that we have to grab the new audience that hasn't discovered you yet. And some people podcast for this purpose some people podcast for that purpose it doesn't matter what your purpose is for your podcast something you're saying on your show is helping somebody something you're saying on your show is going to make someone make a life-changing decision on some shit they're going through or they're about to go through and something you're saying on a show no matter if it's two minutes or an hour it's going to make someone not feel crazy for thinking like they do. I think a lot of times what makes Loudmouth Stereo interesting is the fact that Greg thinks differently from me. I think differently from Greg, but there's a mutual respect to let us speak and us have our opinion on the show. Um, and then that brings about 
different discussions depending on what the topic is. And I think that's super important when you're expressing yourself and you're creating and you're talking to different people. There's different people that come through here. Sometimes we do a show and there's no audience and we still do the show. Sometimes we do a show and there's like 30 people sitting down here and we don't even know half of them. Sometimes we do a show and everybody come through. We know them from past shows. We appreciate it all. But the thing is, we have to grow, and the way that we grow is grabbing a new audience. Um, more video pods. I would love to do more video pods with Greg. Um, it could be, well, TikTok. See, TikTok I don't trust because last time me and Greg did a nice live on TikTok, and TikTok fucking lost it. It was just Hello. like not it was like not available. And it was a good show. We couldn't do shit with that content. Um, I've never done a show personally on Instagram, but we can try it next year. Um I wanna do more streaming. Uh me and Drake have talked about this streaming on Twitter um as an option so just exploring more platforms next year not just staying on stereo i need a motherfucking 2024 vacation i'm trying to get like baylor in this bitch um without the wife although i think his wife is lovely um i need a fucking vacation i am vacation overdue the last time i took a vacation was when anya was two Anya is now 10 years old. I need a fucking vacation. My passport looks like my booty cheeks. Bare and ready to be stamped. Okay? I need a vacation. So that's going to be on my goal list um, for next year and my prediction list. Um, I predict that we're going to have more whack artists to talk about next year as far as music goes because... I feel like that's when AI is really going to take over in this hole. And it's going to be, do you really support the artist or do you support their voice? Um, so I think for your favorite artist next year, you're really going to have to physically go support them by going to their concerts in order for them to fucking make money. Because digitally, it's going to be a fucking mess. Um, what's my other prediction? Uh, new 2024 pods that will only last four months are coming. Be prepared. Also, if you have past episodes that you really enjoyed or you think new people will enjoy, share that link on Twitter. January and springtime is when a lot of platforms try to fish through different podcasts and you could get crazy download numbers in January and spring so you need to push your show you could do revamp episodes if you don't want to do an episode um i'm going to talk more about that on friday but i look i was looking at the numbers for all the shows and the analytics and january is crazy uh springtime june is crazy i don't know what these pod platforms or these people that be searching for podcasts be doing but they're looking for who's podcasting what they're talking about, if it's interesting, should they keep listening? Um, what else? Uh, I want to do more pod fam shit in 2024. I'm trying to meet some of y'all, or if not all y'all. I don't know how I'm going to get all y'all in one spot, but it's fucking overdue, okay? 
I'm trying to see y'all in y'all skin. Um, for Greg, I know that Young Black and Bother will be back next year. Um, my prediction for Greg is Greg finally starts his tech show that we've been telling his ass to start. Um, talking about uh, Loudmouth Stereo more on socials. I feel like he's going to get his social mojo back in 2024, um, even though he's telling me he don't give a fuck about that shit. Uh, what else? Um, I want more interesting topics on podcasts, period. Like, I think a lot of what podcasters are talking about is um, surface shit, uh, shit that they think going to get clicks. But when I say insightful, I mean, let's take Baylor, for ex- for example. The thing that keeps me listening to Baylor's show, not just that he's pod fam, is I don't know what the fuck Baylor's next episode is going to be about until I'm in that hole. Um, it's like he pulling ideas out of a hat that I can't see. So... Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with a website called Stumble Upon, but it used to be a website where you just go on it and every time you refresh it, it's some new shit to discover. It's some new shit to learn. It's some new shit that you ain't never know about. And every refresh is a different insight on something. I feel like that's the best way to describe Baylor's episode. Um, so I, I, I want more out-the-box shit so I can get out the box and we all just be out the box in this bitch expressing ourselves for Gigi. (laughs) I want Gigi to do a solo podcast on top of just a conversation podcast next year. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like 2024 for Gigi is going to be it. Okay. And she's going to have support out the, woohoo because we've been telling her to do this woo 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 okay um don't fight me on this just just let it happen okay um podcasts will have to find something new instead of this man versus woman shit um podcasts will have to find a new word instead of uh narcissistic uh people please stop the fake skits because you're not helping shit and when i scroll through the list of black podcasters on any platform i want us to get beyond relationships i want us to get beyond talking about sex i want us to get beyond talking about um side chicks and why men ain't and why women ain't because when I checked um podcasters on TikTok and this other ethnicities that's not just their topic lane and it gets really fucking exhausting it's like um what the fuck is that platform that Greg just mentioned it's like that platform that I hate has expanded itself into black podcasting and they're loud. It's annoying. Um, I don't know when man versus woman became a fucking segment for every fucking body, but it doesn't have to be like that. Find something else to talk about. When did that become just the lane for black podcasters? And it's very embarrassing that 
other ethnicities from everywhere not just the united states but all over the fucking world have other shit to talk about and we just keep talking about that same basic shit and i'm not saying i'm not saying they're not the only ones we're not the only ones that do one night stands because we're not they do too i'm not saying we're the only ones that have to deal with trauma we're not they do too but the way that they go about the conversation is from a different fucking angle and i'm just saying as a whole we should have different categories of what we talk about just like other groups we should have a black podcast that talks about sci-fi shit we should have a black podcast that talks about traveling and shit we should have a a black podcast shout out to rosie because she been traveling her ass off and talking about the different places that she travels to. Um, but she too retired from podcasting. And I understand because she's tired of the regurgitating topics that keep happening. And everybody's not like me, because I have to speak for myself, where I'm constantly digging for something I haven't talked about, haven't heard a lot, and is not spoken about. Um, I like to research. My head is big as fuck. Let's not start about my forehead, okay? There are things that I feel like people can benefit from if I can research it, reword it a certain way, and speak to them in my language. And so I'm always reading some shit, researching some shit, and trying to say, okay, what can help the people what do the people need to know? What am I seeing that's not good long-term? Let me talk about it. And that's basically how I filter out what the fuck my topic's gonna be on. Shout out to Drake, who's not in here right now, but I appreciate him for giving me his throat for 14 episodes for uh, season 21 for She Gets a Pod. I'm sorry, Greg, I'm almost done. I've been talking Greg's head off. But shit like that, like, um drake is in the middle of moving state to state moving weight from state to state with his wife um, looking for work and he's been giving me his time to do two episodes per recording in order for us to share this season and he wants to do uh fucking episodes for everything culture but he's still getting situated and shit and i feel like if i can do uh, a podcast idea that can help the both of us and he can repost on his shit i can post on my shit and we can market it a different way sometimes that could be the break you need all you would need is someone who respects what you are pushing and y'all share that the, the work and so a lot of times when you feel like that fucking podcast like ugh, and that like i don't know what to talk about i'm not in the mood sometimes it could be a refreshing idea from another another creative that you care about and to be like okay i'm with it we can do x y and z you can still grow your show you can still grow your platform and lastly um i want if you're manifesting some shit uh the word that's killing you're manifesting is saying that you want something. I think we have to start saying that I have X, Y, and Z to make it 
more of a reality for us so we can be like on the level of having it already and not still wanting it because me wanting a million dollars is far-fetched it doesn't mean it's gonna happen I have to imagine myself already having it and what my week would look like um what my life would look like like if you've never sat and fucking wrote out what your ideal week would look like with you being at peace where money wasn't an issue you have the career that you want you could create like you want and you can roam wherever you need to be like you want it's not gonna happen if that's the goal because you haven't seen it yet so it's still untouchable and that's what i wanted to say i'm done i hope y'all ready Let's just start here. A lot of y'all podcasts can be summed up in 12 episodes because, truth be told, y'all shit kind of ass. Um, and I'm only talking to the podcast I've heard and the podcast I've seen. I ain't talking about my friends because I fuck with them. I'm talking to the people who are probably listening, thinking it's about them. If you think it's about you, nine times out of ten, it's about you because of the fact that it is you, right? Um 97% of the time, somebody else has the same thoughts as these podcasters do. But as long as the hosts look good and they just recycle experiences they, they probably never really had, it just sounds good because it's, it's on camera and it's shock value shit. It's the, these podcasts have become what Twitter used to be, where you could just say anything inflammatory and people wouldn't get offended because it's like, okay, either they're joking or it doesn't involve me. Now, mm. people are so pussy to just say, you know what? If it doesn't apply, let it fly. So now we just got people who are just saying things just because. Like, okay, you just wake up when you want to just put out a tweet. It's like, you know what? I just hate black people, but you black too. It's like, bro, like, are, are you doing it intentionally? Or are you doing it for attention? You, you just don't know, right? So basically, what I'm saying is, I'm a little bit tired of the fact that people five years later, post pandemic, are still going on first dates where the person doesn't want to split the tab or they can't afford the check, right? But we can't keep regurgitating that, like Shannon said. We can't keep having these these shock value TikToks of something that really never actually happened, but you know for a fact your audience is just as dense as you are. So the not getting out of the car because they're taking you to the Cheesecake Factory or the fact that someone would pick Jay-Z over $500,000. Let me just say this to be completely honest with you. Nobody is realistically choosing a fucking conversation with Jay-Z over $500,000. So the fact that y'all still have this narrative and y'all go with it every year, I don't want to say y'all dumb, but you're kind of stupid. Like, I don't want to say you slow because then, you know, I, I'll disrespect the wrong audience and I'm not trying to offend them. I'm just trying to offend you, the people who are listening who are offended by this, right? So uh, let me start back at the beginning. Now that I've said that, I got it off my chest. Let me just get back to the beginning. What's fresh about Loudmouth Stereo to me, or what was, what is, and what will be fresh about Loudmouth Stereo is because when you jump on stereo, when you go listen to the podcast and you hear that it's a man and a woman, right? Mm-hmm. You typically think it would be gender wars or us debating some shit. That, because now we've gotten into that, that vein of if you see a man and a woman on a microphone together, they must be arguing about something. Little right. do they know, that 92% of the time that we talk on this platform, we're agreeing about some shit. You're teaching me some shit. I'm teaching you some shit. Or we're sharing life experiences. 
this is why I got bored with podcasts. People ain't having experiences anymore. They talking about other people's fake ass experiences. Uh, I said this earlier. I'm like, yo, if I, the reason why I get bored with podcasting and social media and stuff is because like people aren't living and having moments. People are just saying things because they have no moments to have. That bores mm-hmm. me. I'm I'm 36. I'll be 37 in February, and now I look at social media like the the uncle at the cookout, and it's like, what 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 they all doing over there? Like, why? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like you see it at a vantage point. You like, you you know the car crash is about to happen, and you warn them, but since you're so far away from them, either they can't hear you or they aren't listening because they don't want to. But then when they get smacked by a fucking car, you're sitting there like, well, I mean, I tried to point to, hey, over there, like it's happening, the car's coming. Uh, again, I've just become that old uncle and I hate it, right? But I also know it's because I've been in this space. When I say this space, meaning social media and podcasting for so long that I've seen some of the podcasters that um, that I used to listen to and I used to frequent, when they went away, I was upset. And I was like, yo, like straight out of low cash, where'd they go? Um, even like the black guy who tips, why did they change up their show? Certain shows that were my favorites, it's not that I don't listen to them, it's because they stopped. When like Ignorant Philosophy, when they, you know, were going weekly and stuff, and then they just, I don't want to say they broke up, they just stopped right crew season that you know they would take breaks and stuff there's so many podcasts that i listened to and they stopped and it never dawned on me i used to get upset as a listener I'm like yo my favorite podcast took a break my podcast you know favorites are no longer here they did what we should all eventually have to do but we should also be trying to do periodically which is go live them life experiences so you can go and record them on a microphone. The reason why Baylor's show is so good is because of the fact that he's already taken what we should all take podcasting to be and applied it to the show before. So his show doesn't have to have a theme. It doesn't have to have a niche. His show is exactly what the fuck he told me. Six years ago, he said, Greg, my show is a time capsule of my life. When I look back at old episodes of YBB, I'm like, okay, yeah, my thoughts have changed. Some haven't because like, you know, the the one that, pe- you know, pissed people off, a couple people said they want to listen to the show, was a Tory and Meg shit, right? And I tried to tell motherfuckers, I was like, y'all gonna get annoyed, but I'm right. Fast forward, again, let me just, because, again, somebody's gonna be pissed off about that. But either way, time capsules, right? When it comes to, like, Baylor, that's what I attempt to do with my show. What I attempt to do with myself, and people who listen should be able to do that as well. What a lot of people fail to do is grow from the podcast that they listen to because the podcast that they're listening to aren't evolving. They aren't ever changing. Like for us, we could talk, like I could talk about sex stories, like until I'm blue in the face. I could talk about once upon a time I was a hoe. I could talk about all these things, but now as a married man with a kid, like at some point you got to be like, all right, you got to reserve some things because I'm not going to talk about what's happening currently in my bedroom or in my life or with my kid on this show. But what I can do is be versed enough to say, you know what, the life experiences I'm having, I can apply that to the show and not have everything be filtered in a what once was, right? But a lot of podcasters that I hear and which kind of like turned me off about podcasting is the fact that people aren't using podcasting as that time capsule. They are using it as how can we generate the most listens and the most controversy in exactly. what we're saying but and the fucked up part about it is 
they'll say something that they absolutely can't identify with. Mm-hmm. They, they, and I'm, I'm not going to throw out no names or nothing like that, but they'll go and they'll stir up some controversy just so people can go to their Instagram page, not even follow them, just have engagement so they can make money. And I get it. Engagement equals currency, right? But when you have 57 different people saying the same fucking thing, it becomes a thing for me, at least. And I'm sure other people have grown fatigue of it as well, where if you see it too many times, you don't care about it anymore. And that's that's where I've gotten in life, where if it doesn't resonate with me because I've seen it before, I no longer want it. That's why when you see people talking about, oh, well, relationships and stuff like that, like, you know, men get bored and women get bored. It's like, no, it's because they keep hearing the same shit. They keep hearing you, the single person, and no offense to single people, but to the person who's been, you know, perpetually talking about, like, what they would do if they got a girl or what they would do if they got a man. It's like, you don't, you don't even have somebody you fucking on right now because you're so miserable because you, again, aren't living these fucking life experiences. So but, when people ask, huh. yeah. A brain off of what you said. <clears throat> a lot of reason why people get bored in podcasting or creating, um, especially when it's a group setting, is because everybody's goal or root purpose in it is not the fucking same. And even like a solo podcaster, <clears throat> you're going to get bored if you can't even find what the purpose of what you created is. Because the purpose of why you safely have to get from point A to point B in life is because you got goals or you got something to do that involves your body and your mind or Mm. people depend on you to make it safely from A to B. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't know what the purpose of your podcast is, eventually you're going to start talking shit. Eventually, you're going to lose the people who thought you had a purpose at the beginning. So what keeps Baylor's podcast evolving is the fact that he's not sitting in a closet with no lights and he's not saying, I'm never leaving my house for the rest of my life. He's experiencing shit and he's willing to share it with us. But the thing I also like about Baylor is Baylor is not a, let me post every day thank you so much for checking out this show this is live out stereo podcast with greg and shan and if you would like to get your own merch to show the people that you love this show you can check out loudmouth stereo shop with Teespring and order your merch, get it shipped right to your door, or you could gift it to somebody. And that's how you could support us on the show. Or even better yet, just a click away, leave a review. Peace. Type of person. He's not a, you know, me and my wife went to the hot tub. Let me tell you exactly what we did in the hot tub. He pockets his motherfucking privacy and still gives a podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, don't know how to park their fucking privacy and give a podcast. Yeah, um, I, I believe in that, but I don't believe in that. Um, I believe you should lose listeners. I think losing listeners means one of two things. Either you've, uh, they've outgrown you or you are changing to the point where the stuff that you used to say isn't you anymore and they don't like that shit because that's where they're stuck at. So again, and I'm going to keep saying this, I, I really think it needs to like hammer home to a lot of 
new podcasters, existing podcasters, like newsflash here. Like we're not in 2020, 2021 anymore where people, like you said, Shan, can go yeah. and consume this much content. If you want to be right. on your, you, you know, the, the favorites list and stuff like that, like you need to be missed at some point. You need to be able to go grow. And I think that's what I've, you know, I've had to do, other people have had to do of just trying to like figure some things out and grow. You know, Baylor's not going and putting out a show four days a week telling you his life story. He, you know, and even with that being said, like one episode could be 40 minutes. Another episode could be 20 minutes. When you and I first started talking about a show and we were, Mm -hmm. you know, doing three, four hour shows, we even said, we were like, no, let's just keep it up to 60 minutes. But we didn't realize that the engagement, keyword there, the engagement of people- Every time Greg would say, we just do the 60 minutes. Yeah, but again- We would do like three extra rounds. And I'm just like, dog, we said yeah. 60 minutes. But again, that that's with the engagement. We're on a platform that is engaging. So we sometimes, Shannon and I used to sit on here and I would tell her, I'm like, hey, only got, you know, we're going to start at 8.30. I got to be off by 10. I'd rather just, you know, go do my own thing and stuff like that, right? It'd be 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. And the yeah. reason why is it's not just a podcast. It's a conversation. And you can have an individual conversation or just, like, have, like, a think piece to yourself as a podcast, like an independent podcaster. But if you have a rapport with your, your people or your co-hosts and stuff like that, those conversations flow. With stereo, our shows would be two, three hours long, sometimes four, because the conversation would flow. And we would get to the point where we're not even the ones having the conversation. We had live experiences where people would go and leave voice notes. So again, shout out to stereo for that, which would take a show. One time, I think, Shannon and I, we had so many messages, it wouldn't even let us click the button anymore. It told us like, you know, we had 57 messages at one point, and then it just stopped showing us the number. And we just had to keep playing them to the point where Shane was like, Greg, if we play anymore, we're going to be up till four. We can't even keep playing these voicemails anymore. And we stopped. You know what Stereo needs, though? Stereo needs a fucking voicemail section. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you could could play back if you didn't catch it during the show. And I wish that fucking all podcast platforms allow people to leave voice messages and transcribe them under like the reviews of a show because it doesn't take too long to leave a fucking review but you would have to be a listener that wants to tell creators what you thought about the show and most of the time and i'm gonna say this i don't give a fuck who says no they're legit most of the podcasters who have a thousand reviews 5,000 reviews and they're only on episode 6 of season 1 since 2022 mm-hmm. they're they're being backed by a corporate podcast group that pushes mm-hmm. group podcasts and part of the team there is to leave reviews under certain podcasts under different names those reviews are fucking not legit and if you pay mm-hmm. attention to them because i do because i'm a motherfucking pod geek on the low most of them are fucking complaints about why they don't like the um the content mm-hmm. I, I, i'll give y'all a clue in because i'm repeat my first sentence and then I'm, I'm gonna get back to like 
the 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 writing the wrongs of Greg, if you want to call it that, right? But I'll say it again. 97% of y'all podcasts is ass, right? And they can be summed up in 12 weeks. And the I reason why I say that, that but but they but they know that shit. Like, and the reason why is like again, I've said this even about TikTok, when everybody was like, Greg, man, you should find a niche and shit like that. I'm like, yo, the niche shit is cool, but then you run out of the shit of the niche, and then you're trying to figure out how to reinvent the wheel. And it is it's not there. Like that's what like Shan, she had, you know, you have your bucket, Shan, and then you have other buckets that you can pour into because it's like this is the original vessel, but then you also have outlets that you can go to. A lot of these motherfuckers don't have that. And it's not just podcasters, it's content creators as well. That being said, let me get to it. So for me, I have to have, you know, some self-accountability, right? I need to do my part in giving um giving, I guess, content to the people who care about that content, right? But I also need to start um, I guess, doing what the fuck I want to do. And I promised myself, I was like, when I do start recreating or creating again on social media and being more active, it'll be about shit that I care about. And if it resonates with you, then cool, right? Like, I'm cool with you, like, fucking with the content, right? But I'm not going to be for everybody, but I've learned to create content that I like. And I, I got um, I got kind of caught up in the, the overproduction of content because everybody's, do- I'm seeing people do this shit with just like the tech videos. And Honestly, They're doing about, that all the same way, which is boring. Yeah, yeah, because everybody wants to be MKBHD. Everybody wants to be these big YouTubers who already they've been doing fucking YouTube since 2012, and so much shit has changed about that. The, I, they probably got their first million in that first year, so now their numbers they aren't like increasing. You see, like other people's TikToks increasing because it's a platform that's still growing, right? But once like YouTube started making people pay to get rid of ads and they started, you know, demonetizing people and more importantly, just not paying equally, people say, oh my fuck, I'll find another outlet. I remember Snapchat used to be the wave. Now you got Snapchat creators moving over to um, TikTok because they realize like, okay, once that money well dries up, what can I do next? But the thing is, you don't want to be, to me, a niche. There are a lot of people on social media and in podcasts who are in a niche. And that shit's cute when you're like 22, 23, 24. And like for me, outside of like cooking, shopping and stuff like that, like what the fuck are you going to do when, you know, you go from being that that relationship person who is talking about, well, man, when I get this or when I, you know, finally find the one and this is why we can't find the one ladies and shit like that. What happens when you finally do get a boyfriend? You can't go and have have your new boo in the next room and you sitting here still having the same conversations you was having five years ago when you were single. I you, know. can't, you, you can't do that shit. And I see people Listen, do that. Where, all the where time. are the shows in how I keep my man happy? Because <laughs> most people don't know. Or how I make sure my woman feels uh comfortable enough to be exactly. real with me. Exactly. That's why for me, I'm like, even like with me, I love tech, right? But when I start creating again on like the the public channel, it's not going to be about just tech and stuff like that. I can honestly, I know it's going to sound crazy. I could talk about any fucking thing. If you give me a topic and be like, hey, Greg, you got 10 minutes to try to figure out how to make this somewhat entertaining and at least capture one new person, I'm going to do it. Like now, like over the holiday or whatever, I'm on Instagram. What was going on? So I'm on TikTok, not TikTok. Um, I'm on Instagram. On Instagram, and I was like, I'm cooking 
dinner for the Christmas party. I was like, you know what? Let me just go. You know, people already keep saying I'm not on TikTok and Instagram enough, right? So I go and I record it. And then in the middle of recording, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking recording for these people instead of getting the goddamn food done. I'm spending an extra 15, 20 minutes on some shit that it shouldn't take this long. And, you know, my friend was like, well, great, just set up the tripod and then edit it and post it. I'm like, nigga, I'm not doing all that. Like, I know it sounds crazy and lazy, but it's also it's like everything ain't supposed to be consumed. Like, it's okay yes. to just like do, <laughs> it's okay to just do shit and just show them the final product, right? I when want I was doing people tech- to graduate from the shackles of fucking tripoding every fucking yes. thing. Yo. I don't. I do not need to see another person recreate mac and cheese. Like I've seen it done seventy-eight different ways, from regular cheese to that's, cream that's cheese to you. creme. Fr- Let me tell you. Trust something. me. I I appreciate the food because you're giving me something else to think about. What I hate yeah. is you had the audacity to get dressed, walk downstairs from your apartment, set mm-hmm. up a tripod, run across the street, and walk across the street. Mm-hmm. for content and at the end of that motherfucking video i still don't know what was the purpose of your content in fact th- earlier this week there was a you know a guy who was getting flamed on twitter for just being a fucking content creator he he set up a tripod in the parking lot of target and did an entire <laughs> fucking thing like he would move the tripod, and you could tell he he was filming it by himself he didn't have anybody with him because you could tell when somebody's holding the phone like recording you versus somebody who set up something somewhere, right? And people getting annoyed because it's like, I'm tired of content creators everywhere. And it's like, but that's what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted people to give you a glimpse into their lives. But I keep saying, I'm gonna keep saying it forever is people aren't giving you a glimpse of their life, of what's real about their life. They giving you some shit that they have to go and strategically map out and plan, film. Yo, can you imagine like, for me, like, that's what one of the dudes, he commented, he was like, damn, Greg, you just gonna give up in the middle of the fucking video? Yes, bro. <laughs> like, I gave up, I was like, yo, y'all see the, y'all, y'all will see the finished product at the end. Cause that's, that's real to me. I would rather follow somebody who, they showed me the beginning or whatever. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll show y'all the rest of the content. Cause this is too goddamn much. That's what I did. I got more followers in that day than I have in the last three months because of the fact that I was just like, yo, everything I understand is content, but it can't be consumed by everybody because again, you, you're only one person. And unless you got a film crew, who's going to capture your entire life and shit. No, I had a friend who was doing YouTube and shit and he was going stir crazy because of the fact that he was trying to create content that would honestly, it would look overproduced because it was just him filming it. He told me he spent an hour and a half repouring coffee from a Keurig so he can get the one shot for his no. YouTube video. I said, bro, Again, when people tell you that Greg doesn't have time, trust me, they're not fucking lying. And half the time, I do have time. It's just not for that shit. I know, I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. We all have those moments, right? So I told him and I tell y'all as well, like when I do do like tech stuff, I trust me, I could do tech until I'm blue in the face, but tech is at a standstill. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about iPhones all the time or Androids and headphones. Like, no, like there's more to me than just that. So again, stop niching down or just niching to something like that. Because again, once there's a slow up in content for like, you know, you could tell like when the shade room has nothing going on, she's like, all right, what are we going to do is we're going to talk about TJ, TD bottoms. Yeah, when, it, when they start talking about, oh, Krishan and uh, Blueface, you're like, all right, cool, it's a slow news day, right? But 
again, like I, I can literally discuss like the benefits of using a mandolin for like 10 minutes and make it entertaining. My thing is, I just, I don't say I don't want to do it. It's like, there's a time and a place for that. Sometimes I'm in those moods. I'm like, all right, great. I'm going to post five or 10 videos. Great. And then there might be times you're like, damn, I ain't heard from Greg in like six weeks. And I'll give you the reason why I truly kind of like stepped away from social media. A girl that I, I still follow her on TikTok, right? She's really cool. And, you know, like we talk about like content creation, right? And when you, whenever you talk to somebody who you thought was being authentic about the shit, tell you about the only reason they're doing it is for the engagement, it kind of fucks your psyche up. Cause it's like, yo, like you're not even being authentic to you. And then you out here posing. So and Shannon, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link for her as well. Cause I thought this shit was fucking nuts. So doing it for the engagement of what though? Bro, no, like there's, there's people with like ADD. There are people with actual mental issues there. She skirts the line of, and I can comfortably say this, like she does the shit just to incite violence, like ju- just to incite oh. like absolute fucking chaos. Because what she'll do is, you mean like go, Megan the Stallion with her cheeks? Bro, no, 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 no th- this is like on the emotional. <laughs> this is on the emotional oh. aspect of this shit. So she she's one of those. So she'll she'll be the one to go put her phone into a tripod and cry into the camera, and oh, the no, shit no, will have no, stop. No. It will have start stops. And when it has the start stops, I'm like, all right, come on, bro. Like th- this is, a, it's a lot for me to kind of take in. But then, like, you know how you know how TikTok will do is it'll send you like their newest video, but then they'll send you a video from like three hours ago, right? Let me tell you so, something. Go ahead. If anybody in the pod group chat was a social media crier, I would kick you out of the pod group like Martin did his friends. Do you know? Do you know how fucking crazy you have to be? And I'm I'm saying this comfortably. I don't give a fuck if anybody cares or don't. You can try to cancel me because again, like that I would is rather a peeve of mine. That, no, there there is nothing that spells out delusion more to me <laughs> than some, than than someone who is. I don't even want to say crazy because there are legitimately crazy people that have the gall to go set up a tripod, get it angled with a ring light. And talk into their camera and cry. And then and it's not even just one long, like 90 second video of them crying and explaining. There's fucking cuts to it. So you have like the person talk for 20 seconds, then they'll cut. And the next thing you know, they're doing their makeup. And then 20 seconds later, they're exp- I'm like, okay, now I know I've said a lot of wild shit in my day, but this is the fucking crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. So when I saw her do it, I was like, yo, like, she was just talking in a previous TikTok. You know how sometimes if you see a TikTok and you spend too much time on it, you may see the person's next video. So mm-hmm. it, it was like, okay, that was the video from 18 hours ago, right? And then you'll see the one from 14 hours. So I'm like, okay, there was only a four-hour difference in her going and crying in front of the camera and telling people, you know, how, you know, we should advocate for this and you know women shouldn't have to deal with men who do this and how she will never find the right one and shit and then four hours later after that video she's like you know what i'm just gonna be out here drinking tequila because that's my thing i'm like okay all right so you you doing this shit for a show fuck you very much again it's probably one of the reasons why i hate social media but I'm, i'm learning to like it again because of one thing and it's because of the fact that people are finally getting out of the the covid and the pandemic brain of everything getting canceled and 
you you can't say anything to a particular group or a particular person because they will get offended. People have gotten exhausted of hearing stupid shit. And that's the era I, I missed. I miss being able to just tell people, you know what, you know, it's kind of fucking stupid, right? And not be, oh, well, you're being, you know, you're being too, you know, they're sensitive. You're being too mean to them. It's like, or they're just being fucking idiots. And it's okay to tell them that. Some pe- Somebody has to say, like, People on social media and in podcasts, you know, as well, are exhausted in bullshit and exhausted in just hearing the, the, the same thing. And I, I know it sounds controversial, but it's not. Like, when you think about it. Like, it's not even I'm that sh- it's controversial. It's like stupid people don't support stupid people. Yeah, but the thing is, they support, I don't say stupid people, they support stupidity until it becomes redundant or until they've gotten their their jollies off so to speak once once you've heard the same thing once right you're like all right cool when you hear it twice cool but when you keep hearing the shit you're like all right come on now bro it becomes corporate lingo yeah but like here's the thing like i'm a you know i was you know i still am but i'm not as much a huge scissor fan right and this was once upon a time like scissor can do no wrong scissoring yeah, but here's the thing. The issue with SZA, though, is she lie about everything. Everybody, she's become a meme about lying. Yo, bro. you know what really crazy tripped me out when she tried to convince society that her freckles were real? Bro, no, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but that's how social media is. Social media's gotten to the point where it's like, bro, like, as long as you lie and you make it convincing, there's going to be somebody who believe it. But then we got, now we get to that point where it's like, there's more people now that are like, all right, bro, you just lying about every fucking thing now. Same situation. Oh, that's the freckles. Yeah. Look, the fact that you had to lie about freckles that weren't there. <laughs> and, oh, uh, again, um, and I, I hate to bring her up, but I, I have to, because again, it's just another example. I can use men as an example as well. I got a laundry list of them. But another example is Megan Thee Stallion, right? People are tired of her because they're just like, yo, where's the music? She just told you, people. She okay, was, question. Go ahead. Do you have someone social media wise that you would like to stone? Because I do. Her, like, honestly, what? like, like, and when I say when, when I when I say stone, because somebody gonna be like, they're gonna take that one clip. So let me go ahead and stop myself there, <laughs> right? So if, if there was one person that I could just say, you know what, like, if we could just get away from their social, if they would take a social media break, then I don't say the world would be a better place, but they can actually go figure out what the problems are, right? Or they can figure out, like, how to live life without it. And I think a lot of people, again, need to have that social cleansing. She told us, literally, in October, actually, no, this was fucking Thanksgiving. This was Thanksgiving week, and she said, you know what, I don't even really be on social media like that. I don't know what in the world is going on, but I need to take a break. Fucking a week and a half later, she out here twerking and shit. And it's got me to the point, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand this with you. I was talking to uh, Juice yesterday, and mm-hmm. he was like, I want to know how Megan Thee Stallion said she's depressed and she out here throwing ass. I was like, let me exactly. tell you Depression doesn't have a face or a body. When people are fucking depressed, they can do regular shit, and tomorrow they are no longer here physically. When people are depressed, it's not they are... are always sad or always look this way some mm-hmm. people have a great time or the life of a party and they're depressing shit so i feel like she could do that and when no. she turns off her live 
her life is probably not as great as people think. Thank you for stopping there, because that, that that's what I was trying to hone in on. Like, everything ain't supposed to be consumable, and it, it makes you out to look like a liar. And people have already painted her to be a liar and to say that she just says things because it's, you know, it, it drives content and drives engagement, right? Like, her songs ain't hidden, right? So since her songs ain't hitting, people are like, well, what is Meg going to do? She goes away for, you know, five or six months, comes back. You know, she's lost a little bit of weight. People are like, oh, you know, she's on her fitness journey. And then it comes out, she, you know, she had the liposurgery, whatever. And this is all alleged. The ex-boyfriend said this, whatever. We we all know these things, right? She's going to have to do the same thing Rihanna did. No, no. Meg needs to do one thing. And this is just it. Practice what the fuck you preach. If you say you want you, you taking a social media, you gotta media get Meg in some motherfucking latex on a motherfucking movie as a black superhero. No, no just city. take it. Just take a break. She's talking about I'm out here doing movies and shit. She ain't promoting not one single motherfucking scene. She ain't talked about all she wanna do in order to get engagement is fucking twerk. And even her fans are sitting there like, bro, like, I mean we tired of seeing you twerk. Where's the music, bro? Who tired? I, I'm tired. I'm tired. Here's the thing. I'm a grown man, and th- there's enough ass on the timeline to be tired of it. And I, I know somebody gonna be like, "Great, that's not no hers. Fuck, that's no lie. No, not hers." But, but here's the, here's the thing. Megan Thee Stallion is Megan Thee Stallion. Anybody who will tell you, they be like, "All right, like if you had not even filth on your timeline, your four explore page and shit. When you start seeing like just ass and twerking and shit, what like, right, ease filth?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like if you if you see, I won't say if you see one, you see them all. But if you see that shit all fucking no. day, you're like, all right, bro, bro. Like it, it just is what it is. We, we don't have to agree about that. But I'm gonna keep moving on because I've already got other stuff I need to. Talk Let me about. play this message. Go ahead, go ahead. Depression, depression best disguised is probably one of the most happiest person, or happiest people you could uh, you could yeah. see. So. The form, the different forms of depression is, uh, there's a lot of them. But the number one that's in disguise is the person that's talking the most, laughing the most, that's reaching out the most, but you just don't see it. Oh, ab- yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And again, if, if that is the case, cool. I still said what the fuck I said. And I mean that. <laughs> We, we we can talk we can talk about depression on another episode. That ain't tonight. What I'm talking about is the fact that when you go and tell somebody something and then you I don't say you can change your mind, but when you say you're gonna do something and then you come back and do the shit days later, people are gonna start asking like yo, like it's not schizophrenia, it's not advanced delusionary of you know, schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage. It's none of that. It's just like you like attention. And a lot of people, a lot of people, and I, I don't want to like trigger people who deal with depression or anything like that. Like some people be seeking out fucking attention and we can just literally call it that. We, I think there, we're comfortable enough to just call it what the fuck it is. Let me, let me say this. There are married people yes. with separate social media pages showing their ass. Bro, bare naked ass. Like, and, and you know, yeah. we're all like we like here's the thing like we got a guys group of stuff and like you know women you know we'll see women photos in there and stuff like that and even like one dude was like yo like it's nice to see but we don't need to see that all the time so we started talking about like sports and stuff like that because again we grow fatigued to that shit and when i say fatigue it's not like we don't like seeing scattered ass but it's like bro if your entire fucking timeline is scattered ass then 
like, is it because you like the shit too much or is it because that's what is being pushed because you've been looked at that one thing? Like, my fucking Instagram timeline, I've had to go and scrub the shit by just not even unfollowing people, by just saying, I don't want to see this anymore. The new trend on Instagram, which I didn't even know, like, Instagram got to the point where it's like Tumblr now, where all the women just, just naked. I'm seeing more bushes on fucking Instagram than uh... anything. And because... Yeah, because they figured out how to get around the algorithm, which is you can't show your entire, you can't, you can't show the slit, but what you can do is take your underwear down right to where your cleavage start and boom, you're trending. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm done. But again, Greg says, show that booty cleavage. Yo, but, <laughs> and this isn't a Mary Greg talking. This isn't, this is like grown man Greg talking, like. As, as like my uncle used to say, he was like, yo, like if they showing it to you all at the beginning, you probably don't want it because once you get it, it ain't going to be worth it. And I, I can't say that's farther from the truth because it's, it's the truth. Like I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. Next season, y'all going to see some titty meat. And uh, again, it's because it will be new to somebody else. Shan, that will be new to somebody else. Can, can you imagine? Like here's the new thing. So there's a there's a chick that's on Instagram. I won't say her name, but what she did was she she said this on an Instagram reel. She said, "You know what? I made over eighty thousand dollars on um was it on OnlyFans and things." She was like, "But I needed to re you know reinvent myself." So what she's doing now is she's selling fucking Raycon and tech products. So me imagine me the fucking tech content creator. Now I got to compete with. Chicks that used to like they were sucking dick on camera, bro. Like when when rappers are tired of seeing, they, they don't even want they don't even want to fuck with these women because they're like, bro, like, don't like how how can I entertain that? She she sucking dick for for four ninety nine. She having New Year's Eve deals. Like what? Again, Greg, shut up. Let's, let's just move on, right? So let, let's talk about you know, what what Greg needs to fix, right? So I just let's want to talk job. about Greg's predictions, okay? Yeah, but. So my career predictions, like I love my job, but I intend to be here for a year. If I cannot negotiate that 10K raise that I was expecting to get when I signed the contract, they lowballed me about $5,000, but also let go of a marketing team that they were using, like they were off, you know, offset using in order, you know, to see what I was about. Then they saw what they were getting. They're like, all right, we're saving money for 365 days because- Come review time, it's going to be, hey, um, we need to negotiate at this point because, again, you have to know the value for yourself for career predictions, right? And like you had said earlier in the show, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of these places, a lot of these people I'm seeing, like they stay in a job one year, one and a half years, two years. And I know that's always been the case for like certain careers, but this is across the board now. People are starting to realize it's like, yo, like inflation's up nine, ten percent, and here y'all are talking about y'all giving two, three percent raises. That's not gonna work in my wheelhouse. So again, that's a career projection for me. Um, I just want to know that, you know, I no longer am being paid market value, but company value. And there's a difference there. Like when a lot of these companies and these employers tell you, hey, like, you know, this is what the market value is for a job. Like, I'll throw out one, like an administrative assistant, right? Administrative assistant in D.C. Happy probably, Yeah, they probably make, I'd say, what, between $45,000, $50,000, right? Mm-hmm. But that that's their net. Like, that's pretty much, like, their bucket that they're stuck in. 
they may have all the experience in the world. They may have other things they have to do, commutes and stuff like that. But the market is saying, okay, you should only have to pay them this and that, like, you know, between forty-five dollars and $50,000. To me, that's crazy that you can't negotiate because of the knowledge that you know and what you can provide outside of that, that job title, right? So again, um, that's just one thing I think, like, career-wise, it's not just for me that's a prediction, but more people need to start not leaving companies, but start threatening companies with your production. You know what it's it is, like, too? Because that? that's what it is for me. Um, we just know people in workplaces are full of shit. Um, you gotta mentally prepare yourself to leave a company that's already full of shit to go put on a suit or dress up or a smile in the face or update your resume and sit in front of a possibility yeah to introduce right. yourself to more people that's full of shit um and honestly when i think about the process of work and getting a job and leaving a job that shit is mm-hmm. exhausting if you leaving fools you know to fools yep. you don't know and I agree, but again, I got to disagree because as somebody who started the year leaving what I knew for five mm-hmm. years for the mm-hmm. Wild West and a new job, thinking that, you know what, like, wild, this wild will West. be, you, yeah, like, this is going to be something good. This is going to be something to push me forward and end up pushing me back for six months because, again, job wasn't shit, get let go. It, everybody knows the story. If you listen to Loudmouth, if you listen to Young Black about, like, we've gone down this rabbit hole enough, so I'm not going to just regurgitate it, but what I was saying is... It's like getting new Wang and the head is amazing. And the Wang is not winging. Yeah, so I'm sitting sitting there and, like, the reason why I have a different outlook on, like, careers and work is because of this job that I'm at now and the previous job. Like, this job is fine. The job is easy. The job, you know, it pays. But I went from... I have a mentality of it's gonna sound crazy to say but it's like when you have been like institutionalized with like your work and the the quality and the expectation that you have at a previous company when mm-hmm. you get to another company and it's the complete fucking polar opposite like my boss is like i don't say like she's very laid back to the point where it's like i get scared because i'm like yo like we don't have communication like when i say we don't like i may talk to her like once the entire day and I get my work done, and she's even telling me, she's like, you're getting your work done too fast. And I was like, yo, that's all I know how to do. I'm conditioned to, when I get work, to work and, like, have it be done. And she's telling me, oh, well, it's, it's not that deep because it's, it's a smaller company. So the microscope, even though it's bigger, there's less people looking at that microscope, right? So for me, I, I haven't really conditioned myself to that. But again, even before this job, the previous job before then, it was a small company, but this was one of those small companies where everybody was like dog eat dog. So I went from being in a big multinational company where you were seen like as the, the ant in the ant, you know, in the ant hill, right. Versus going to the, the company after that, which was, it's like, okay, yeah, we all see you. We don't tell you things, but we can talk amongst each other about you. And you'll probably know, never know the difference, right. To this company, which again, is a smaller company. It's like, Oh, I may talk to this person, I think one person I hadn't talked to since like the week I started working. And then I finally met them at the Christmas party. There's 13 people that work for my company. So I'm sitting there like, yo, like, damn, like, like, 
going from that is a little bit different. So for me, when I tell people with work and like career wise, like you got to, again, know your value. And you also got to know when it's time to like, I don't say move on, but to progress. I was talking to my grandmother. She stayed at the same company for 37 years. And then when she retired, she was set. But I was like, yo, like, I don't want to work at a company. You can't talk to people from that generation about the work. At all. At all. At all. Because they see it as you're just jumping jobs. They're not realizing, yeah, your job was stable for 37 years because they were willing to pay 401k. They were willing to pay benefits. They're willing to honestly do things for you. Exactly. You know how like many these jobs, jobs now took a pension off of the fucking shit? Hello? I, t- I told you what my, the firm did was during the pandemic, they froze the 401k. They told us straight out, hey, like, you can contribute to the 401k and it helps them. When you contribute to the 401k, it doesn't just help you like individually. It helps the company because, again, their optics are, okay, this is how many of our company employees are actually applying to our 401k and feeding into it, which means at the end of the fiscal year, they can go and report, hey, to you know whatever company it is, T-Row Price or ADP or any of them, this is how many people actually advocate for the 401k package that we have, right? But then... The fucking moment you leave, like what I, what I, I'm sorry, what I did at the firm when I left, they told me, hey, um, yeah, you can't touch your 401k for 18 months. I was like, mm. what the fuck you mean? Like, you can't touch, like what? So again, career predictions for me is honestly just one, knowing the value. And I, I stress this to anybody, regardless of how happy you are at your job, just like Shan said, just be fucking applying for jobs. E- mm. Even if it's some shit that you like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to get that job. You would be fucking surprised. I have a friend who worked at the firm before and, you know, she took me and another girl leaving as a moment for her to go and apply for jobs. Right. So what she did was she applied for jobs and she ended up getting a forty six thousand dollar raise from the firm that we were at, not just mm. by asking, but saying what she was, you know, saying what her value was. Because they asked her. They just simply asked, well, what do you think you're worth? Once you do that, some companies will be like, egregious. Yeah. But uh, again, like, you know, if you ask the right questions in an interview, if somebody asks you what your dollar amount is, just throw some arbitrary, and don't be stupid. Be like, all right, you know, to go clean dishes at Chipotle, be like, hey, I need $300,000 a year. Like, no. <laughs> but but definitely go and be like, hey, this is how much. And if you can, un, you know, if you can explain why, then you can negotiate. But a lot of people will go and just take a job because it's like, okay, I need this job right now. And I understand that because I've been there as well. But do what you need to do for that calendar year of 365. And then when it's time for you to have your evaluation, evaluate the company as well. The evaluation works both ways. So the career prediction for me is to, again, evaluate the company for what they are, but also know that I'm being evaluated as well. So again, that's the career. I'll be quick with the financials, right? So financials, number one, paying off debts on tax season. So mm-hmm. I usually get my four, um, my W-2 and everything December, um, January 31st. Usually that weekend, I'm at the tax person. I don't wait till April 13th. Fuck me either. I, the first appointment you got, I'm there because I want to file this shit because I got bills I need to pay. I got stuff I want to get off. So paying off debts like credit card and stuff like that. Number two, this is going to sound crazy because we just talked about paying off debts, buying a PlayStation 5. So I'm buying a PlayStation 5 because <laughs> I want to stay in the house. 
like I want to stay I want to stay in the house Grand Theft Auto coming out and that is definitely on my list of financial predictions for me one of the biggest biggest purchases that I'm going to make is buy fucking PlayStation like I'm I've been playing the Xbox One Mm -hmm. um so long that I was playing Madden 18 to the point where like I had to stop and I started playing Madden 20. I played Madden 2020 for so long that it no longer lets me play the franchise mode because my person fucking retired. Like I was, I was in season 2050, like 2052, and told me I couldn't play it anymore. So at that point, I was, I was like, all right, it's time for me to get a new system. I beat Grand Theft Auto seven times. It, it's time. It's time for me to get. A new Let me system, tell you right? something. Them, them car games get so boring when you get to the end. Facts. So, so let me keep going. Um, financial predictions, limiting subscriptions to streaming services and unnecessary apps. Amen. So that that is like number three for me. Number four, stick to having a dinner date uh night once a month. So before, like sometimes I'm like I'm lazy. I don't want to cook. I I I I know it sounds great, but I said date night. So sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm lazy. Do you want to get something to eat? And then I'll go out and pick up food. I think right? because you married, you should do at least two. I, I I thought that as well until I realized I'm like I actually like to cook. Oh, okay. So it's like all right, like I, I don't mind cooking. And then the you know on the fourteenth of every month, what I do is I order food for like the anniversary. We got married on the fourteenth, so it just makes sense. You know Aww. that one day we do something, and e- even if we don't like order food, we go out. So it's it's something. It was like all right, that one day a month we do something then, right? Um, number f- what is this number five? Limit the bar nights because, again, we were fully into basketball and football season and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'll go to the bar down the street. I'll watch the game and stuff. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and scale that back. So I'm scaling that back as well. And then finally, setting a wager limit for sports books because gambling has been whipping my ass. Mm. So um, anybody who, who knows me knows Greg will be on FanDuel and DraftKings. I might, even though I only put like 2 or $3 a day, that shit add up to, you know, over time. And he's like, oh, like, do you really want to spend this much money just, like, gambling? And then you may not get it back? Like, no. The 50-50 is a little bit too much. Um, personal predictions, and I'll give it back to Shane. So, you got a one. message. I'll go ahead and play it. Let's see. Now we're talking, Greg. Let me tell you something that me and my wife came up with a couple of years ago. You got to date your wife, big dog. Mm. Yep. You know how we've been fed so many, so many uh, misinformation, um, stereotypes, uh, uh, just wrong information in general, right? Mm-hmm. Where you got to put your kids first. Guess what? You can't put your kids first. You cannot do that. You can't do that. You got to put your spouse first. Because if they not right, they're not going to take care of them kids right. Date your wife. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 letting you know this now on Thursday when we hear BTG for president and the episode is you got to date your spouse. J- just know 2024 we're gonna have that episode as well because I I think we can expound on not just dating your spouse but sometimes you got to date yourself for the single people you got to date yourself as well. So yeah, we we we're gonna get to actually Shane if you could put a pin in that so I think that would be a good start to if not. You know, January, we can definitely do it before Valentine's, before people start getting emotional about dating and shit, right? So mm. let, let me keep going with personal predictions. Um, 
I already said that I'm going to try my hardest to like social media again and stick to, you know, stick the landing on creating content. Um, I'm going to also, like I said, start recording more solo episodes. Now, somebody would say, well, Greg, why would you want to record more solo episodes? Because sometimes I do, <laughs> sometimes I do want to have like dialogue, right? So it's nice to have like that plus one there or people to like bounce off of. But sometimes, and Shan will tell you, like, I just want to say what the fuck I want to say and just be the fuck out. Thank you for checking out Lime Out Stereo. Part two of this will post tomorrow because it's too long. This is a, this is not, um, what the fuck, drink champs. We are not about to keep you here for two something hours. That's not what we do, okay? Tomorrow we'll give you part two.